Hello, I'm Linda Scythe from The Layered Onion. Thank you for joining us. We will be listening to our amazing creators talk about their art and mental health. 48 million artists all over the world share this lived experience. The Layered Onion was formed to create a supportive community, allowing the creators to focus on their art, bringing their work from the shadows to receive the recognition and opportunities they deserve. Each podcast will feature an artist who talks about their work and mental wellness. Art is healing. We hope these discussions will inspire you to appreciate the stories behind the creations and more importantly, inspire your inner creator. Together, we can tackle the stigma around mental health. My name is John F. Gerard. I'm from Calgary, Alberta. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, that's in Canada for those who don't know. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Layered Onion podcast. You are so multi-talented. Maybe you can tell us all your different artistic ventures. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I started acting when I was younger, and that led to music, and uh, music led to graphic design, and then I went to art uh, school to study drawing. Um, but yeah, I, oh yeah, and I wrote a book um, last, uh, or this, this February, this past February, and um, so, yeah, kind of bounce between writing and um, visual work and, uh, yeah, the odd song here and there. You know, like people ask me what my inspiration is, and I, I, um, I usually say, say answer with, um, you know, it's a bit more of a compulsion. <laughs> like yeah. I just I've always kind of felt the need to express myself in some way or another. Um, it's been a way for me to um, understand the world around me and, and process, uh, uh, process things. Yeah. So I, I have to bring this up you recently released a single called walk and oh, yeah, yeah. i and i'm a long time walker um i've walked for 25 years with the same walking partner and frankly it's a huge part of our therapy and i just really enjoyed the cadence it felt like i could really feel the motion um i i am going to share hopefully you're okay if i shared a segment of your song with the audience? Yeah, that'd be great, yeah. Tell me about writing and singing this song. Yeah, I, I too have been helped um, by by walking. Um, when I was in the psych ward, it was a real uh, source of um, solace, I guess, um, just to keep moving and um, listen to music. And um, yeah, another another way to sort of process, um, you know, it gives the body something to do. Um, yeah, and then yeah, the lyrics are are they're pretty abstract, but um, yeah, I kind of deal with my um, issues with I guess existential issues is probably the best best way to put it. <laughs> As a walker, I felt the cadence. Oh, cool! And how did how do you make that happen? Did you actually 
write it as you were walking? And there's uh, there's actually in, in the bridge of the song, it the the chords walk walk their way up. <laughs> so I thought I I I, I really like how that worked out. So um, yeah. Well, kudos! It was uh, it was uh, it's awesome. So one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you is um, you were in the first issue of the Shallot. You actually had the center spread, mm-hmm. and the first issue was on reflections on self. And your the title of yours was self portrait and positive memories. Um, I, I would love for you to talk first about the creation, and then really sort of the the process and thoughts and and describe how the piece came about. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. When the pandemic first hit, I started doing these text based pieces, um, and they're all meant to be sort of like a speculative zone to explore different ideas. And um, some of them. I start with a theme and then others I don't. This one I had the theme of, of, of uh, yeah, self-portrait and positive memories. So the idea was to kind of like look back and um, be, yeah, just try to find the pos- positive things that have happened. Um, cause, and and it, was an, it was an interesting exercise because I found myself um, pretty more, um, I guess, more grateful and more... Um, more positive, I guess, just by doing, by, by um, focusing on, on positive things in the past, it kind of perpetuated in a, in a a way. So art can be, I, I write, and um, all of us that are a part of the layered onion are obviously lived experience artists. So let me ask you this, when you work on pieces, art can be very healing. Mm -hmm. Um, when you approached when you approach your art, how often do you sort of have like in this case, positive memories was kind of your premise. But mm-hmm. how often do you approach art with some idea in mind? Uh, it's probably about fifty fifty because it's nice just having having the the page be whatever whatever comes to mind, you know, and uh, not be restricted by uh, any sort of theme, but. Um, there are certain like words and, and sayings that I find myself coming back to quite a lot. Can you explain to me how, I don't even know what the process is called where it's, um, reflected in four corners. Yeah. So what I do is I, I have piece, um, 20 inch square pieces of paper, and then I use like a black, a black marker to, to write and draw. And then I, what I do is I bring them into the into the computer and then invert the colors. So the, the background becomes black. Um, and then I, I, um, impose what I call a, a dual aspect symmetry, um, <laughs> which, which, uh, basically mirrors, uh, them horizontally and vertically. When you're far away, but when you come close, of course, you, you focus in on the words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're meant to be enjoyed just for the, the, the aesthetic and the shape of the shape of the text, but then also, uh, if you want to dig in and um, there is content, content to be found, like literal content, I guess. Yeah. And, and I, I love the fact that it has just really two functions, you know, mm-hmm. the one where you can just really enjoy, enjoy it from afar visually. Mm, cool. And then you really then get absorbed with the written word when you get closer. Awesome. Yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal. So I know you've recently authored the book in February. We make clocks, not time. What motivated you to write a book? Um, yeah, when the pandemic 
first hit again. I, I, um, I was doing these social media posts, um, kind of like short, uh, written pieces on mental health and whatnot, um, just as a way to kind of contribute. I think I wanted to contribute to what was going on. And I thought that, um, I could use my words to, uh, be helpful. And, um, so yeah, those posts kind of, um, and also the text-based work, like I was exploring a lot of ideas. Like I'm really interested in free will and how that relates to uh, mental illness. And um, yeah, so I I sat down with the intention of just kind of writing, and and uh, ten days later I had uh, the bulk of <laughs> of a book. And I ended up, I ended up going back and changing quite a lot, but I wrote like the bulk of it in in uh, ten ten hour sessions. That's amazing. Uh, Thanks, when, I yeah. think of, I, when I think of the process of my book, oh, it took so much longer. Yeah, I mean, I did edit quite, it was edited quite significantly, but um, I, I think I've been wrestling with these ideas for a while. So it, it was just a matter of getting them, getting them out of my head and on the page, you know. Were you able to pick up, uh, pick out a short excerpt that you'd want to share with us? Yeah, sure. Okay, so this section is called I Don't Care. Sometimes when I say that I don't care, I really mean that I care too much to risk losing what I might lose if I say that I care. If I don't care about an issue, I'm not invested, and I can't be hurt if things turn out differently than how I would have wanted them to. There you go. Talk about how does that tie back to what you had just talked to me about, the free will? Sure, Maybe you could explore that more with me. Yeah, so I I feel like it's kind of a double-edged sword the whole free will thing. Like if we say we have choice that kind of opens up the door for, for shame and guilt and all those horrible things. And I mean, no one, no one chooses to get, get ill. Uh, But then if we, if we say we have a choice on the flip side, we also open up the door for um, it. it, We were empowered. Like we have the power to change, change our situation. Um, So, yeah, I know, I know for me, like there's, there's been, it's been a process of like, um, I guess figuring out what's cl- what are clocks and what are t- what what are what's time. You know, like what's what's in my control and what's out of my control. Um, yeah, and I, and yeah, because it can be really really painful to uh, come to terms with with uh, yeah what what's been imposed on us. And um, but yeah, like there's that Viktor Frankl quote, and I'm not, I'm I. Um, I'm going to paraphrase it poorly, unfortunately, but it, he talks about how um, you can take everything you can take everything away from someone except for their um, ability ability to respond. So, like, and he, I mean, he's a Holocaust survivor, or he was, uh, rest in peace. Um, and so, I, I sometimes I think like if if he can if he can choose to be positive at having gone through that, like, you know, I I feel like it's also within my power to um, choose to be, to, to, to be positive and choose to, um, yeah, I don't know, you know, and, and like saying all this out loud, I'm, I'm thinking like, ah, cause there's, there's still a lot I have to explore and I'm, I'm kind of in the early stages of figuring out my, cause like I get how controversial the, like the whole free will thing is like, um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm just excited to kind of explore it further. Well, the quote you just talked about really circled back to the passage that you read mm-hmm. and okay. sort of the decision to care or not care. 
mm-hmm. or be positive or not positive. Mm-hmm. Um, the duality. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, because um, and sometimes I don't think it's be it's like reacting in a super positive <laughs> way. It's just it's it's reacting in a in a realistic way. Like I know for myself, like I there's certain like beliefs or values I, I have that or I've had that aren't um, aren't they're just not realistic. And so it's not a matter of like responding with something like super flowery and positive. It's just being like more realistic about, um, about these, these memories or these values. I think, isn't that part of what drives us to creation is that whole lifelong learning, the idea that we're just evolving. Totally. I think often, I don't want to say it's a mindset. Sometimes people who have mental health challenges you're just driven to to keep exploring. Mm-hmm, it's, totally, it's it's almost out of your control. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that for me, art is certainly an exploration, um, an activity, and exploration for sure. So maybe tell me a little bit. How did you find the layered onion? You were one of the first people who found us. So how did you find us? Yeah, I think it's I think Instagram. One of the things we've heard from many folks is they still felt alone, even though there were so many. I think one of the most valuable parts of, of this community has been uh, connecting with with you folks, and also just having people to, to give feedback to my work. That's been really helpful. Yeah, that whole isolation piece is huge. I think because you know I think sometimes we we throw self we say like oh you just got to do better self-care you just got to take care of yourself better but like i think if people need to be a part of a community to be healthy and there's that that community aspect to being healthy that's so important i remember when i did when i when i trained as a peer support worker um that was such a huge part of my recovery uh just learning that other other people uh are in a similar situation yeah like my background is is psychosis so uh, I think there's a, still a lot of stigma that we we have to face with with psychosis. But just knowing that there's other people who you know are doing well, they're not um, like because just the the images we're given for psychosis is like the mass murder, and people confuse psychosis with psychopathy. Like psychopathy or, or psychosis isn't psychopathy. Seeing ourselves out there is is such a important part of. Or fighting the stigma, I guess. Well put. And that was one of the reasons we developed the shallot. And real goals with the shallot is tackling the stigma of mental health. And we're doing this crowdfunding campaign right now because we want to be able to distribute to libraries, to mm-hmm. um, you know, healthcare providers, and others, just just to show the power of the community. It's a great opportunity to, to be published with, with you guys. It's Yeah, it's really great. Well, I'm just kind of wondering, you have so many different modalities. How do you choose which one you're going to pursue? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful to be in a spot where I, I, can, I can do what I want to do for the most part, you know? Um, so, yeah, like if I feel like writing, I write. If I feel like um, drawing, I draw. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, yeah, I don't know if that answers the question. I guess I'm just a brat. I'm just a spoiled brat who does what I want to do when I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gifted to be able to do so many different things. Uh, so thank you. Thank you. that's for sure. Um, 
So I'm wondering if you think about uh, words of wisdom for other artists that face similar challenges, what would be words of wisdom that you would give? Um, I guess, yeah, keep going. Each day is a new day. Uh, Try to reach out and connect with people as much as you can. Um, Yeah, isolation is not a good thing. Uh, If you can get get some critical feedback, that's really valuable. I really appreciate your time. And um, thank you for, you know, being a a part of our community. Um, We've been, I just think our first year has been just amazing. And I'm very excited about it. Um, but as you think about the future, what other, I don't know, dream, what other dreams would you have for our, our shared community? Hmm. Um, you know what I was just thinking? It would be cool to, cool to engage in some sort of public art piece. Um, like if we all, coll- I mean, the logistics would be hard, but if we all collaborated on a public art piece, that would be really cool. Um, yeah, and I think, um, yeah, just opportunities for, for shows and for the journals. Like, I think that'd be really great to get the, get the journal in, in a bunch of libraries. That's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, um, I, like I said, I really appreciate your time and, um, you know, I'm hoping it's, We've been seesawing in weather here, which makes this time of year really difficult. At least it makes it difficult for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Two days ago, it was 16 degrees, high winds, and it was just miserable. Today, Mm. it's 50 degrees. And, you know, that seesaw and then the the dark of winter um, always has a big effect on me. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping in Canada, the weather has been a little bit more steady. Yeah, it's steady cold lately. Like I think it's minus uh, minus seventeen today, which is um, let me just check to see what that is in Fahrenheit. Well, we can always look forward to it in a few days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Right? Yeah, yeah, I I I hear you though with the winter. It's it's always yeah. So it's about one one degree Fahrenheit here. Oh, that's chilly. That's it's chilly. chilly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also like well, I like the the like the contrast that winter provides. You know, like you 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 um yeah, it's so it's so cold and like hard to be outside. But then when you're in when you're inside, you really appreciate it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Well, I found for I, I find for me, I once I took up um, uh, I both snowshoe and and cross country ski. Oh, and nice. that was really helpful to me to to um, find a way to meet the winter mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and more of a partnership. But I have to say the dark nights are just really tough. I mm. I just cannot wait for December 21st and the, the idea that the days are getting longer. Um, that's a, just such a good yeah, day yeah. for me. It's my favorite yeah. day. Right on. Yeah, not to give unsolicited advice, but have you tried um, the the lamp, like the 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 yeah the light lamp? Have you heard of those? Yeah, I have one. And oh, excellent. I, yeah, I, I think they definitely help, but I think a part of it is 
I think it's just become, um, I don't know, you know, sort of ingrained in the soul. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I hear you. It's like an existential. Thing yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, some reprieves like days like this are helpful. That's for sure. You know, 50 degrees. There, It was a nice day to walk. So, mm, right on, right on. Well, I'm probably going to end our conversation with more from your song. And okay, cool. um, I'm really excited to put it on my playlist for walking. Oh, awesome. That's great. That's cool to hear. So thank you for mu so much for joining us. And we really look forward to um, talking with you more. Okay, awesome. All right. Well, thank you, John. Take care. Yeah, thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. It is an honor to talk with these amazing artists. You can see and read the artist's work in The Shallot, our journal of mental health, art, and literature, or on our website, thelayeredonion.com. Thank you. A little